This classic episode of the Children's Bible Hour is from 1975. Hi, everybody. It's time for another visit with all your friends from the Children's Bible Hour. Boys and girls for Jesus, this our earnest prayer. Boys and girls for Jesus, home and school and play and everywhere. We'll tell the world of life in Jesus. He is our livestock. There is all you need in Jesus. Won't you come along? And now, here's Uncle Charlie. Charlie. Greetings, my friend. I'm glad you've joined us for our visit today. Good singing, a Bible quiz, of course, a story. Hey, what would you do if you found $10,000? Wouldn't that be exciting? Well, it happens in our story today, so stay tuned to find out what does take place. Oh, we'll also have a brief visit in Company Corner. Today, our cousins are singing some new songs that my family and I learned this past summer when we spent some delightful days living with a family of CBH listeners on a fantastically beautiful island off the coast of Maine. They use our program sort of as their Sunday school, and we had some good sing times together. Here's one of the songs we learned, Oh, It Is Jesus. Oh, it is Jesus, oh, it is Jesus, oh, it is Jesus in my soul. the chorus we learned, I want more of Jesus. I want more of Jesus, more and more and more. I want more of Jesus than I ever had before. I want more of his great love so rich and full and free. I want more of Jesus and he wants more of me. That was so short, let's do it again. I want more of Jesus, more and more and more. I want more of Jesus than I ever had before. I want more of his great love so rich and full and free. I want more of Jesus and he wants more of me. While we're still in a singing mood, let's hear from our 10-year-old Radiant Rachel with a good old-time hymn. Sing along if you know it. I will sing of my Redeemer. I will sing of my Redeemer and his wondrous love to me on the cruel cross he suffered from the curse to set me free. Sing, oh sing of my 
I don't know of any group of people who can sing like Christians can. That's because Jesus is the one who has given us the song we sing. That's the message of our next number as sung by our three nieces, Susan, Linda, and Lynette singing, He Gave Me a Song. He gave me a song when the days were so long. He gave me a song in the night. You know, I don't often say much about the people who write our music, but that particular song by our three nieces was written by our Mr. Ken. How about that? I don't even think the trio knew that up until now, but that's a beautiful song, and it is the song that Jesus gave us in our hearts. With the words of that song still ringing in our hearts, let's take a moment right now and thank the Lord for the song he has put within our hearts. Lord Jesus, we thank you for the song that you have given us. We thank you for the joy that we can have in our hearts because we have trusted you as Savior and Lord, and we have the assurance that not only will we spend all eternity with thee, but we have thee living with us day by day. But we pray for those boys and girls and moms and dads who do not know thee as Savior. And we pray that even today, as they listening to, are listening to our broadcast, they'll come to trust Thee as their Lord and Savior too. We pray this in Jesus' name and for His sake. Amen. We haven't heard from our seven-year-old Peter J. yet today, and that won't do. 
Peter J's song is based on some verses in the Bible, John 14, 1-3. In my Father's house are many mansions. Listen. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not true, he would have told me so. Don't go away. I know you'll like what's coming next. It's a quinky, it's a quinky, it's a quinky, quinky quiz. We're the boys against the girls, so we're all in a world. It's a quinky, quinky quiz. Quickly choose up teams at home and see if you can get the answers to our questions before the fellas and girls in our studio do. Let's see, we have Linda and Lynette for the girls, ready to do battle with Dave and Jack for the boys, with the first question going to the eager boys, all right? This is the finish the phrase quiz, finish the phrase, all right? Boys, he is not here, for he is, what's the last word I need there? No conferring, just do you know it? Raise your hand. Jack? Risen. Risen, right. <clears throat> girls, this is Jesus, the king of, Linda? King. No, that's not the words uh, from the scriptures. Boys, can you take it? Do you know this is Jesus, the king of the Jews, are the two words. And now they know. Right, all right, boys. This is your question. He that winneth souls is... What does the scripture say about he that winneth souls is... Don't tell me I picked a hard quiz. Girls, do you know? He that winneth souls is wise, according to Proverbs 11.30. All right, girls, if you don't get this one, then, boy, I don't know about you. I am the way, the truth, and the... Linda. Life. Right. Okay, boys, another easy one for you. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be... Dave? Ashamed. Ashamed, right. Girls, I beseech you, therefore, brethren... By the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your... Now, I only left you two words out of that whole verse. Holy, acceptable unto God, which is your... What? Boys, do you know? Oh, it's Romans 12, 1. You're not acquainted with that verse? Boy, I tell you, I'm going to have to get after your Sunday schools, I guess. Romans 12, 1. 
which is your reasonable service. Remember? All right, let's see. Boys, this is yours. Before the cock crow, thou shalt deny me, Jack. Thrice. Thrice or three times, right. All right, girls, this is your last one. All right? Are you ready? Do you think you know? All right, this is from the Psalms. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his... Lynette? Holy name. Holy name. All right, good. What do we have for a score here? Really, you didn't score too well, period. But uh, girls, two. Boys, three. So the boys win today. I said that we were going to have a visit in Company Corner today, and so I've taken my roving mic in hand. And uh, you know, it's always interesting to me, the various ones that come to visit. Now, I have in front of me a nice family. I think I'll let Daddy do the talking. Is that all right, girls? Yeah, I think they're agreeing. Uh, What is your name, sir? My name is Carl Heiner. And uh, you have a lovely family of how many girls? Four girls. And plus mom, of course. Right. And uh, you came from where? today to visit us from Canton Ohio these folks came all the way from Canton Ohio just to visit us for the broadcast today now in the uh, next row of company corner uh, I won't uh, tell you where this man is from I think I'll let uh, his accent tell for him your name please Frank French perhaps a few more words mr. French to give away your native location (laughs) Well, um, shall I say that I first heard the uh, uh, broadcast done in the Netherlands Antilles on Transworld Radio, and that should be enough to tell you where I came from. Right, and I think so. We uh, locate that accent as uh, England, right? Correct. Uh, Living now, though, in? Scotland. In Scotland. Are you able to hear our program there? I'm afraid not. I wish that we could, and maybe we're going to work on that. One of the few parts of the world where our program can't be heard. And we also have some missionaries with us. Where are you from, ma'am? Bangladesh. Bangladesh. And your name? Gwendolyn Jeans. And uh, what do you do over in uh, Bangladesh, Gwen? I work in Memorial Christian Hospital down in the southern part of the country. Now, our program can be heard in that general area, and you promised you were going to try to find it when you get back there, right? Right. Good. And sitting next to you is a young lady that I know who's also been to Bangladesh. And uh, your name, please? Jewel Spoolhoff. Jewel had a brother that sang on Children's Bible Hour several years ago, and Jewel has been in Bangladesh also serving in what capacity? Teaching the missionary children. And then in the next row from Grand Rapids is, what's your name? Bonnie Welch. Bonnie is one of our visitors who comes quite often. And so that gives you a little idea of who's in Company Corner, Ohio, Bangladesh, Scotland, England, Curaçao, Netherlands, Antilles, and Grand Rapids, all represented. Now let's get back to our music makers and get ready for story time as Linda sings a beautiful go-along-with-the-story song.
story today, written especially for the Children's Bible Hour by Harry C. Trover, is entitled, Candle in the Wind. Scott and Joyce Collins often had talks with their parents on the subject of honesty. In fact, from their earliest memories, they had been taught to be honest. But now the value of all that teaching was being put to a test and $10,000 was in the balance. This is how it happened. Honest, Dad, we found this old tin can on Market Street. An old tin can with $10,000 in it. Well, I've read about such things in the newspapers, but I, I never guessed it would happen to us. Look at all this money. Well, it covers the whole top of the tablecloth. Prettiest tablecloth I've ever seen. So you found this. Well, tell me about it. Well, we saw the can on the street, and just for fun, I started kicking it along in front of me. But it didn't roll very well because it was full of something. I guess I had kicked it about a half a block or so when the lid came off and the money started to stick out. When we saw what it was, we picked up the can and hurried home. I wonder how often we kick a hidden treasure out of the way as we hurry through life. Well, let's gather it all up and try to put it back in the can the way it was when we opened it. What for? Well, do you think that the person who lost this amount of money isn't going to claim it? Well, you'll read about it in the newspaper tonight, I'm sure. You mean? What else? It was nice to have so much money just once for just a little while, but we could never keep it. It's not ours. But what if no one claims it? Then can we keep it? Well, that would be against the law too, honey. If no one claims it, we must turn it into the authorities. Why give it to them? We need it more than they do. We're not giving it to them for their personal use. At the end of a year's time, say, if no one has identified and claimed the money, then it will probably be ours. A year? Why, lots of people will try to claim it. And if one of them's smart enough, he may get it. Mm -hmm. And our keeping it would just be the lesser of two evils. No, children, this is not our money. We can't keep it. Oh, please, Dad. Let's think about it a day or two first and then decide. Yeah, let's pray about it. Maybe the Lord will show us that we should keep it. There's nothing to pray about when the Lord has revealed his will in his word. We already have the answer from God without bothering him by praying about it. Well, I'm going to pray about it. Me too. Nothing's impossible with God. I'm going to pray that God will somehow make it possible that we can keep this money and still be honest at the same time. Huh, does it say anything about the $10,000? Not in the headlines, anyway. Let's look. Okay. Uh, ah, here it is. Here Let it me is. read it. Okay. Hermit claims loss of $10,000. Early today, police were advised by Samuel Green, who lives in a shanty on Harding Road, of the loss of $10,000. Neighbors have complained of Green's alleged ex... Uh, uh, that, that means funny ways funny or crazy ways and have petitioned the county and city authorities on several occasions to have the old man placed in the state hospital where they claim he will be much happier, which in turn will make them much happier. Up to this point, 
The petitions have been denied, but if Mr. Green did not lose ten thousand dollars, he will be guilty of a, he will be guilty of obstructing justice, and steps will be taken to have him removed to the state hospital. So far, no one has reported finding an old tin can containing what Mr. Green calls his life savings. Ah,、oh, that poor old man. He probably was taking that money to the bank so that it would be in a safe place in case they should suddenly come to take him away. But the paper says he's crazy, Dad. He must be. Who would live in a shanty when they had ten thousand dollars? Maybe that's why he has the ten thousand dollars because he's lived in a shanty and denied himself all the little pleasures of life so that he could have security in his old age. Now his security is gone. But he'll be cared for. They'll take him to the hospital and give him everything he needs. Dad, this is the answer to prayer I was asking God for. This crazy old man who is almost ready to die doesn't need this money nearly as much as we do. Oh, 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 oh! Look what it's doing to you already, Scott, and you too, Joyce. Why, I never heard you two talk so selfishly, so, so heartlessly before. Once there was an old philosopher who was seen going about in the night with a candle. Someone said, "What are you looking for, old man?" And he replied, "I'm looking for an honest man." Honest men are hard to find, and if a Christian is anything at all, he should be honest. But if God directs our lives, then why did He let me find this money? That's a good question, Scott. God has allowed this experience to come into your life to teach you that honesty is its own reward. If you keep this money, it'll poison you, even as it's already beginning to change you, and make of you the kind of person God could never use or honor or bless. If you return it, you'll prove to God that you were worthy of the trust He placed in you by allowing the money to come into your hands. If you profit by this experience, it'll be worth much more to you than the ten thousand dollars, children. Okay, Dad, you win. Yeah, we've really known all along that you were right, but we kept hoping. Well, let's get on our bikes and take the money down to the police station, Joyce.、Uh, I think I'd better take you there in the car, but you can go in by yourselves. <laughs> May I help you with something, kids? Oh yes, officer. We found this old tin can on Market Street with a lot of money in it. We just read in the paper about Mr. Green losing his money, so we figure it must be his. Well, I'll be. The old fellow was right. I'll let you give it to him yourself. He's been sitting over there ever since he reported losing it, hoping someone would turn it in. Hey, Sam, come over here. What? What? What did you say? I said, come over here. These kids have something for you.、Oh, did you, did, 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 did you children find my money? Is this your tin can and your money? Oh yes, yes, this is it. Oh, oh, I'm so glad you found it. Oh, thank you, children. Thank you for being so honest. Well, Sam, don't you think these children deserve more than just a thank you? What? How about a reward for their honesty? Uh, uh, Reward? Oh, 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 sure. That is, I.、Uh, uh, well, uh, uh, here, 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 children. Here, this is for you. A nickel. Oh, 
back so soon, children. Tell me what happened. Poor old fella. He cried when we handed him the can with the money in it. Then the officer asked the old man if he was going to give us a reward for being so honest. He stammered a little bit, then said yes. So he gave us this. <laughs> a nickel? Yeah, a nickel. At least he could have given us each a dollar. He still would have had $9,998 left. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. Don't lose the value of this lesson, children. Honesty is its own reward, remember? Yeah. God has given you both a test. And by being honest, you came through with an excellent grade. The lesson you've learned is far more important than any money would be. You're right, Dad. I don't want to be honest just to get a reward. Scott, Joyce, your candle flickered in the wind for a time. But now it will shine more brightly than ever before. Well, our story was rather cute today, wasn't it? But it has such a good lesson. Kids, as you get older, be honest. Be honest right now. Start practicing being honest at school, in the home. Don't try to get away with things with mom and dad. It's much better to be honest always and be dependable. Hey, time's up for today's visit. Don't forget, if you're not using Keys for Kids, you ought to be. And all you need to do to get started is ask for Keys for Kids and write to CBH Ministries, P.O. Box 1, Grand Rapids, Michigan, 49501. That's Keys for Kids. That's what you ask for. And you can send that request to CBH Ministries, P.O. Box 1, Grand Rapids, Michigan. The zip is 49501. Help with printing and postage appreciated, but not necessary. You can also email your request to keysforkids at cbhministries.org. You've been listening to the Children's Bible Hour, a faith missionary ministry heard around the world. I hope you'll join us again soon when we'll be back with lots of good singing and another good story. Bye now. (laughs) 